0: welcome to Moki's Birth School Online. Our free classes cover all aspects of pregnancy, birth and beyond with experts who can answer all of your questions. Classes will take place twice a week but you will also be able to discuss any subject on Moki's Helping Mums Facebook group. You will also be able to listen back to each session on this podcast. Do get in touch if you have any comments or questions. Please email us helpingmums at In this episode Hazel from Twinning at UK. at a registered doula, talks about the benefits of having a doula during labour.
1: The majority of my work I actually do, it is postnatally, it tends to be. Um, and certainly since the whole lockdown has happened, I am finding I'm doing quite a lot of work postnatally, remotely, um, obviously, because we can't have face, you know, face-to-face meetings with people. But... Um, you know, support doesn't always need to be first face to face, and that's something I've, that's really been highlighted certainly in the last um, ten weeks. I think we live in a world now. If you think years ago, you, you, there's the saying, "It takes a it takes a village to raise a child," and we don't always have a village around us anymore. Um, you know, people might be dotted all over the country. Um, you might feel kind of quite isolated, not have lots and lots of support that we perhaps did years and years ago where traditionally lots of women would get together to help you know support each other in that in that really kind of um crucial postnatal time certainly in the first few weeks when you come home you might be feeling a bit delicate a little bit sleep deprived and certainly in lockdown people are having babies and all they have at home is the person they live with you know there's no visitors there's there's nobody to give that help there's no health visitor there's no visits to the clinics um, there's no baby group so certainly in lockdown I've had you know quite a lot of women coming to me for support when it comes to just just needing moral support Um, I think the key thing with a doula is um, we're when I'm not medically trained so I'm not a doctor and I don't give medical advice, but the key role really is to offer evidence-based information to people, because we can all go on Google, and we can all go on Mumsnet, and we can get lots of advice, and a lot of it comes from a really kind of, it comes from a good place often, but a lot of the time it's not evidence-based, it's experience-based. So people are telling you how to do something with your baby, and it's based on their experiences, um, so what I find is when I'm when I'm working with families is we go down an evidence based route. So if I've got a family asking me a question on on a birth, so say for example they're wanting a, um, a vaginal birth after a caesarean, um, you know we look at facts rather than looking at what happened to their friend or what happened to their mum or their sister. Because what happened to one person very is less likely, kind of, to happen to you. Um, so when it comes to birth, um, let's say lockdown aside, I can be present in hospital um, or at home, wherever you choose to birth your baby. Um, you know, the role the role of a doula is to help and support the mother of course that's my role to support the mother but also to support the family and the role of a doula is is it's not there to take away anything from your partner that you have with you so you know if some of you are feeling a bit or perhaps your partner's feeling a bit worried about um you know it might it might take away their role it it absolutely doesn't doesn't and doesn't need to in a way it kind of it can enhance your experience my role for example a recent birth that I did um, I was in the hospital and I played the role of um, going and get teas and coffees for them or communicating with um, with the nurses or the midwives which meant that the dad didn't have to do that so that he could be present holding his wife's hand rubbing her back and I'm more than happy to do that in any situation but sometimes it's nice to have that other supportive person there that means you're never left alone um and I think you know that's that's really um it's really a key thing and I think again back to lockdown you know it's a real thing at the moment that you know women are going to the hospital on their own and um I know in a lot of um hospitals near where I am the the rules are that the the partner the birth partner be that the father or a, whoever whichever birth partner they choose doesn't actually come until the until the woman is in really full established labor so you know that's tough that's really tough but things I do here at the moment if you're due a baby anytime is that the midwives are fantastic and you know they they're there to support you as well um so my cat's just about to come in and he's very loud he's meowing God, no, sorry <laughs> um yeah so that's kind of my role is to be you know to be your support but also to provide you know evidence-based information so if you are if it's your first birth or your 10th birth and you've got um you've got worries or um you know m- my job is to kind of signpost to you where you or we can find the information together um in your fight find out facts rather than like i say just going on google and finding out something that you know potentially can sometimes scare you half to death um yeah so support and when it comes to obviously when you've had the baby um from a postnatal point of view um I can support from, you know, I generally would visit visit their home um, you know, once they're home the first day the family is back, just to, you know, help them get um find their feet a little bit within, you know, within their new family dynamics, because it is a big, big change. Um, I think the key thing is is that my, my my job is not to not to look after your baby for you. Um, you know, that that's the job of a maternity nurse and I am also a maternity nurse so I can kind of (laughs) do both but as a do if I was you know employed as a doula my role would be to empower you to be able to um let's say for example you didn't know how to change a nappy I'll show you how to do it I'm not going to do it for you it's you know it's teaching you it's teaching you this you know the skills and, and you know showing you perhaps little ways that can help um it might be that you just need a cup of tea making for you because your partner's gone back to work um, you know whatever it takes to make you feel comfortable when you 're back home um, and also deal with things you know like feeding issues um, i'm not i'm not a, a breastfeeding counselor or lactation consultant, but I could certainly. Um, point you in the direction of somebody if you needed a feeding specialist um, but I'm, I'm trained in the basics of feeding so helping baby latch um, or if you choose to you know if you choose to bottle feed and helping with that um, helping with issues such as colic, reflux, sleep obviously because I deal with a lot of sleep issues um, just really helping you find helping you find your feed and um, just giving you the best experience that you can, you know, that you can possibly have because it's it's your birth and you will remember your birth and that postnatal period really for the rest of your life. Um, you'll, you know, you'll certainly remember the birthday. So I think you know the important thing is to make is to make it as pleasant and as you know enjoyable you know, as as is possible. Um, whatever setting that's in, be that in a home setting or a hospital setting, or if you know, if you give birth as you're rushing through the hospital doors, as one woman I know did yesterday, um, because, you know, births are very unpredictable. Um, and I think that's another thing when it comes to, to being a doula, when I kind of work with a family, um, I'm generally on call for you from 38 weeks, um, Obviously, if somebody was going to go into labour earlier than that, then it's something we could talk about. But my my time would be assigned to you from 38 weeks until probably about 10 being 10 days overdue. Um, If you were to have your baby before, um, I would come to you if I was available unless obviously I was involved with another family but you know that's kind of um, when you work with a doula generally you draw up a contract together so you have a very clear understanding of um, what expectations are because generally you know when you go into labour um, you want to know all the details you know you want to know all the details before you don't want to be um, sorting out finalizing all the details you know as you're in the car on the way to hospital um yeah, so that's a little bit of, about the role of a doula. I don't know if... I know, Susie, you said you've got a few questions that might expand.
2: Yeah. yeah, we've had quite a few questions come in. I've actually got my own personal question. I don't have kids, but I've always thought that doulas are something, like an elite thing that only rich people have. Like, hmm. oh, they've got their doula with them. So is that something... Is it still quite an exclusive thing to have a you doula know, a doula? And are they expensive? <sighs>
1: It depends what 's classed as expensive there's i mean there 's lots of different um i work when I work with families it really depends on what the family requires um, to attend a birth myself so there 's a couple a couple of types of doula so basically to become a doula so a few people ask how do I become a doula so i was a matern'm a maternity nurse um I've always worked with babies and I was owing and erring about becoming trained to be a midwife and then um, actually a private one of my midwife friends said to me oh why don't you you know look into becoming a doula um, and upon looking further into it actually when when I attended the course actually one, one of the first um, things that the tutor said to me is "In in a way we are all doulas because so you, so you attended a course you, there's a course that yeah. you take like to do Absolutely. So to become a recognized, become a, you know, a, like a registered doula. So there's two. I did um, a week's based um, learning um, in in a centre, week's based learning. And then I had about six months after that doing follow up projects. Um, and then when you register, when you register as a doula, there's two types of doulas, a mentor doula. So which is myself. So I have a mentor. Um, and then once you've done a certain amount of hours, you become a recognised doula. You still have the access to being mentored because in childbirth, inevitably, you do see lots of different situations happen. And for us, when we go along, it's very hard not to get emotion, you know, emotionally involved. So if it's been a 48 hour labour, you know, I'm expected to kind of go home without a baby and just... Go back to normal life, but it is very, very, very emotionally draining. Is the wrong word because I don't mean that in a negative way. Um, but you kind of go home, you're literally exhausted. Um, so the role of my mentor would be to kind of debrief, um, because the family debr- debrief amongst themselves. Um, whereas you know, as a dou- as a doula, I'd I'd speak to my mentor. So once I've done a certain amount of hours, um, you become a recognised doula. Um, that's not me just yet. I haven't done enough births because I had my twins, so that got in the way. Um, yeah, so there is courses that you need to do, and when when we do the learning, it's learning about feed, you know, it's learning about feeding, it's learning about the um, you know, how birth work, you know, how birth works. But you know, I'm not trained to deliver a baby as such. Um, you know, obviously I've attended births, um, but I'm not medically trained and um if you had a doula that was suggesting that then I'd really you know I'd question it that's not that's not our role our role is to be there as a support um if the midwife wasn't there I'd, I'd help catch a baby but you
2: know that's, that's far, as far as it goes um
1: yeah so did I
2: I don't know if I went off I on a that, tangent yeah, yeah it's good I mean I think what's the ballpark would you pay to have a doula Sorry. yes that, I think that's kind of that's okay. yeah I'm really interested to know like how much would you pay?
1: yeah so is it for the elite okay so i'd probably say a birth rate now bearing in mind i'm on call for you 24 7 from 38 weeks up to 10 days after that's nearly three weeks starts from now i can only speak for myself not for others starts from around 500 pounds um so that would include obviously attending the birth um it varies. Some some women will want you there from the get go, as soon as they get slightest contraction. So you'd have it written into your agreement. You know, obviously, if that if you're wanted from minute one, and you're there for three days, then your fee might be slightly more. Um, but if, for example, you know, you're, you're attending the birth, you're staying for a few hours afterwards to help everyone get settled, then around 500 be the starting point. However, there are, um, you know, there are charities out there, um, like dou- doula charities. There's one called Birth Companions, which is based in London. <coughs> oh, excuse me, I'm losing my voice. Um, you know, which will reach out to doulas to see if, you know, they'll do kind of reduced rates for, you know, certain situations. Because, you know, everyone is in... Is in different, you know, financial situations and you know might, you know, might need help with financing it. But I mean, you can pay anything up to a few thousand for a doula, it really, really does vary. Um, obviously I do birth and postnatal. So the way, you know, postnatal would be charged, I generally charge an hourly rate. So that would vary between it dep- it really depends what I'm doing. Um, so between kind of 15 and 30 pounds an hour but there'd be a minute you know minimum booking for that time and it's very much bespoke to be honest um you know it might be that you just do one visit afterwards and that that's all the woman wants they're perfectly happy to carry on or they may need more ongoing support and you know if that's the case if time allows and i'm not tied up with another birth then you know that's absolutely something i could offer so yeah if that gives you
2: that's really good just to know ballpark like i had no idea so that's that's really interesting so we've got some more questions so i think one of them is um when do you start looking for a doula like when how far in advance do you have to like book them in and where would you go to do that okay so um when would
1: you start um i probably say start doing your research probably around five six months um maybe five months saying that because you know some doulas can get really kind of booked up um around five six months and then perhaps arrange interviews so the way it generally works is um okay so there's a few different you know if you if you kind of google there's a few different doula sites you've got doula uk um nurturing birth which i'm part of um you go go on their websites and you can search for your people's profiles and it will give you a little idea about that person now all I'd say with you know with a doula is you need to gel with that person because you know that person's going to be a big part of your life and that's that you're going to remember this person forever. Um, so speak to a few, perhaps meet up with a few. Um, you know, in general, I'd be you know I'd be more than happy to have you know a coffee with somebody, you know, half hour coffee because it works both ways. Um, it might be that you know I meet up with a potential family and there's you need to really gel you need to really gel that's really really important um so all i'd say is you know do do research word of mouth is really good um you know if you know anybody who's who's used somebody in the area um but but again you know what fits for one person might not fit for another we're all very different personalities so um Somebody might, you know, want a very a doula that's very, very hands-on and somebody might want some, somebody else who literally just is just there, just present. Um, so, yeah, you'd go to the doula, doula website. So you can generally type in your postcode and it will, it will come up with a profiles for everybody and then you can just get in touch.
2: Cool. Oh, We've um, had quite a few other questions. Um, one of them, I know you've already answered kind of like, do you, you know, if so you do hospital and you do home births, um, do you do you find that the midwife, do you have any resistance from the midwives and doctors or is it now very, very mainstream it's, to have someone
0: it's there? Tra-
1: it's changing. It is changing. Um, I would said, uh, you know, a few years ago, it would it would have been a case of. Uh, a, d- a doula was less um, less understood, I think, in this country, certainly a doula in the in, in the States and also in Europe, it's quite a common thing for you know a person to have present at birth whereas in the uk it's really really quite new quite new really um some midwives you know most of the time now i say they're really welcoming um because you know we don't go in there all, all guns blazing or like a bull in a china shop and we're not there to um disrupt by any means in you know in a way it um it 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 helps midwives as well because if a midwife isn't able to be present with a woman all the time that's what the doula is there for um so yeah i'm i generally find certainly the last couple of births that i've done it's been really really positive um positive feeling from the midwives
2: um yeah okay i've got a question that has come just come in can you have a doula for the first two days at home um, everybody's
1: different. I'd probably say um, a doula is more somebody that would visit for a few hours, just a few hours. If you wanted somebody consistently for two days, it might be somebody more like a maternity nurse. So they're kind of two different ones. So maternity nurse is more there, um, might be there for longer stretches of time. So you might have them there for a 12 hour day or overnight. Um, I mean, obviously all doulas are different. I generally do kind of two to three hours. But you'll probably find others that would be more than happy to, you know, spend eight hours with you. But if you want somebody with you around the clock, um, it, you know, it might be worth looking into
2: a maternity nurse also. Yeah, I've I've had um, friends who've had maternity nurses come in a few days, and they're there twenty four seven, which I guess is different, isn't it? Yeah. Um, We just had another one in. Um, From your experience, what would um, what would you recommend to have in your hospital bag? What are the must have? There are lots of different views, and that's a very very good question. Oh, okay, um, I've, I've got
1: a hospital bag list somewhere, so I'll send it. I'll send it to you guys. You can put it up. Um, hospital bag. Okay, must-haves. Um, snacks for yourself. Very important to keep energized. Um, certainly in warmer weather, like a cool, uh, a cool spray is quite nice to have. Um, something that you like the smell of, as well. Something that's comforting for you. Um, but don't spray everything with it because you'll be surprised. Sometimes in birth, some smells can make you feel very ill. Um, things like your favourite music. Um, it might be, you know, a book, you know, because labour can be a long process, you know, as there's often kind of a lot of waiting, you know, it's not always like you see on One Born Every Minute. Um, a pillow, you know what, my best one, your pillow from home definitely your nice comfy pillow or your pregnancy pillow to have in the hospital definitely that would that would be the must-have
2: thank you Um, we've also got some more questions that just come through Um, what if my baby is late
1: okay so um when when you kind of um sign up with each other um in general you'll be on call probably everyone vet all doulas vary but i I'd, I'd generally say up to 10 days after your due date okay so if a baby comes after that what you'd probably have written into an agreement is that you'd have like a, a shared what's called shared doula support so you'd buddy up with another doula who the family um may meet and if the baby came after the let's say the 10 day period. And I wasn't free, then the, the shared do, the shared doula would be free, available. So they'd always. I think it's important to always have a backup plan, or a ba- you know a backup doula, and that's that's really common because you know babies aren't you you, you can't predict when they're going to come. So that's that's quite normal. Is that you'd um, you'd have what's called a sh- you know shared doula. So you'd have your main doula. And then if for any reason yours was not available because you went two weeks over and I was attending another birth, so it couldn't be with you, then you'd you know you'd have the shared doula option.
2: Um another one is what happens if your doula doesn't make it to the birth? Do you still have to pay? <laughs>
1: so there are situations where um baby comes really quickly and you know for love nor money you, ca- you can't get there in time um this is something in general when you when you um when you sign when you a family sign, signs you up and you sign family up um a retainer fee is paid so that might not be the full amount so let's say for argument's sake it's 500 um, you might pay a retainer fee of 300 so like a deposit and then obviously if you make the birth you get the balance of it you know and if for any reason you you didn't then in a lot of contracts it will be will be written in because you've been on call for that really long period of time that you may have to pay the balance but i think that's a conversation you have to have you know we're all human and we understand that you know in some situations um baby just wants to come too quickly but it might be you know you still pay the full amount but you get more postnatal support afterwards to make up for it if that makes sense
2: thanks yes that absolutely makes sense um this is a good one actually um can i have a doula for my c-section absolutely yes definitely definitely and that, i mean
1: i think c-sections are becoming um more and more common actually and certain things like um, you have like gentle c-sections now they're called where um you know it's much more of a birth experience um, where, you know the baby is brought out very slowly there might be um delayed cord count clamping and you know certainly doulas um you know we do a lot of research you know so we'll be hopefully up to date on the latest you know the latest research out there when it comes to cesareans and it's it's not always a case of sticking your nose in when something's happening but it's perhaps you know advising of a, a mother of their birth rights and letting them know what is available um because you know hospitals are under a lot of pressure and you know occasionally they just kind of you know they want you know obviously they want to get the baby here safely um but it might be that your wish was to you know your wish was not to have a cesarean um but you know a doula might be able to help kind of negotiate (laughs) negotiate negotiate with you know the midwives and the doctors to have more of you know like a um a a gentle c-section which is a much more um gentle experience for both mother and baby because it's done a lot more slowly and 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 relaxed so yeah absolutely present as long as the hospital permits it
2: and and then in terms of um if this is a question for me actually um would the doula really help you work out your birth plan ahead of time would you do it and you do together yeah absolutely and
1: i always like to say birth wishes because i think with with plan the 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 thing with plans is we get it in our head if it's a plan then it's going to happen um so i think the really important thing to do is have a conversation with each other and it's so important to do this kind of before the birth obviously um but just sit down and talk about what your wishes are and kind of prioritize them as well so so for example if you you know you planned a natural birth that's your plan but say for, for argument's sake but you need a cesarean i think in your birth wishes it's important to have um written down what your wishes would be if a cesarean wants to happen because so i think sometimes we get too bogged under writing down our um our birth plan if the plan doesn't happen it's like it can be quite stressful um so i think yeah definitely definitely sit down together because also when giving birth when in labor sometimes your plan isn't in your head but you know the role of a doula is to know exactly what that woman has stated they wanted and what they wished for when they were not in a state of labor so that you know i can help communicate that with her permission i can help communicate that with the midwives or doctors and you know sometimes it's a case that I'll pull a midwife aside and say you know actually she stated to me that she really didn't didn't want this can you check that that is the you know it's actually okay with her um
2: yeah so definitely I think it's like you've got their back isn't it in terms of like absolutely you've got, you've got their, their rational mind absolutely. when they're not in that other state of mind which obviously they're going to be in definitely so like reminding them that yeah yeah like yeah you said before
1: yeah. yeah i actually did um i did had you know the pleasure of doing my sister-in-law's birth quite recently and my brother who's the father was there and he's known to be quite um hot-headed let's say and you know me and me and her had sat down we talked about what her wishes were um and things got a little bit stressful in the birthing room and my brother started freaking out and i think had i had not had i have not been there the situation could have gone very differently because he was, you know, the atmosphere started changing because he was getting stressed. Mm. Um, he wasn't able to have the conversations with midwives or doctors because he's so emotionally involved because it's his child being born. Whereas I could look at it from more of a, a rational perspective um, and communicate. She at this point was in, you know, full established labor, she was not talking. But, you know, we'd agreed that when she was in established labour, if she couldn't speak, I'd double check with her that she wanted me to communicate her wishes. And I'd do that. Because it's important to get permission of, of before you're saying, oh, she wanted this, she wanted that, just to check that she does still want that. Oh,
2: well, how lovely to see your niece and I know, I know. Oh. It was
1: really special. And the one thing I did actually is I filmed that. And that's another thing a look can do. That's
2: a good point, actually. Do you find that people are suffering lots more? And what, and what do women think about being filmed down there? They don't, I've only done a few, but the
1: majority really don't care. And actually, you know, it's something really nice to look back on. But I tell you what, it's probably the most high-pressure situation I'm ever in when somebody tells me to film, because I'm thinking... Imagine if what, it doesn't record. Imagine if it doesn't record. Imagine if it drops in the birthing pool. Imagine, 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 imagine
2: yeah (laughs) fantastic and we've got another question coming through now um so i've heard doulas reduce the risk of intervention is this true um
1: yes it is um research shows certainly in the last two or three years there has been a few quite a few papers published um certainly in 2017 2018 which you can look up um if you go on Google Scholar, not on Google, go on Google Scholar and search for doulas and intervention, it actually shows a few studies that have been done that shows that, um, yes, it can reduce having a doula present can reduce the, um, you know, the, um, the chance of intervention at birth, um, cesarean, um, it can also, um, increase the, um, increase the, um, what's the right word um breastfeeding it's really good for breast you know breastfeeding statistics is that you know if you have a doula or somebody supporting you that you know the the uptake of breastfeeding is, uh, is a much higher percentage just having that you know just having that support there so yeah absolutely
2: um, and then we've got another one and um, what are the current restrictions so obviously the partner can go, only come in when they're quite fine in labor is a doula now not allowed are they only allow, allowing one person there as
1: as far as i'm aware i haven't come across any hospital trust that allows a doula in in england anyway at the moment um oh are we still here you can hear me now
2: i can hear you now yeah don't know what i did
1: um i i haven't heard of any any trust any hospital trust that allows um a second birth partner and such so it would just be one birth partner but you know if you didn't want your partner there or you're alone then yeah absolutely you could have a doula there as far as I'm aware but it it would be a case of whether that doula would be willing to do so at the moment I know for myself um just because I'm then potentially once restrictions lift I'm potentially seeing other pregnant ladies the risk may be too high but you know what it's it would be case by case but I think in general it's at the moment and no but i'm sure these things will change <laughs>
2: that's amazon delivering
1: i'm sure things will change pretty soon but you know that's not to say that we can't be present on zoom or that's skype
2: right. I was or... Gonna say, you can surely like i facetime when i'm in difficult situations i'd facetime my sister for eight hours yeah and you yep. just have dinner but you've got someone there yeah. so
1: it's I was chatting with um, she wasn't one of you know wasn't one of my clients actually about chatting with a friend whose sister was um having having her baby today actually and there was, you know, certain intervention was going to happen and she was messaging and I was like, okay, we need you know ask this question, um, I'm I'm not telling her what to do, but I was saying, okay, so if this happens, then you know, research shows that X Y Z, so you know, I can still be there to um, just not physically there, like I'm here now, you know, just, um, so pack an iPad so that you can, um, zoom your doula. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And you know what, sometimes it's just nice to have a different face, a different, a different support there. And when I had my twins a couple of years ago, um, I didn't actually have a doula, but I, I chose, because I, I sadly lost my mum a few years ago, but I really felt the need that I still wanted a woman there with me because my husband's fantastic he's he is he's amazing but he he wasn't he you no, he wasn't a woman and I think I, I felt that I needed that so I actually had my mother-in-law yeah, like um, so yeah um she was like my doula I suppose you know she was just that that person to kind of um ground me and
2: yeah keep me calm have you had have you gotten it really close to any um, babies that you've helped get it get into the world I guess like have you had me named after you like um, are you friends with them afterwards that, you know yeah I, you, you know what, what? I think life.
1: I generally hear from them you know birthdays um milestones that they hit they'll be like oh, Susie's walking now or <laughs> you know this is her birthday or get you know get invited to you know get invited to birthdays um but I mean generally my work is mainly postnatal, so I do tend to see them quite a bit or and it's local so you tend to kind of see them see them out and about in the local area um it's a really it's a really really special job it's a really special job and we're really um you know I'm humbled every time somebody kind of chooses me um you know to be there at like the the biggest day of their life giving birth to their child
2: and we've got another question. I know you've meant you've kind of touched on feeding to saying like, mm-hmm. can they give feeding advice? Obviously you, you said, I think you said you've got the basics in terms of how, you know, how to mm-hmm. feed a baby, but how would that go? How would that go about? Would you be there in the hospital with them trying first thing? And then would that continue post? Yeah I mean I think it
1: depends um yeah obviously if, if it's immediately after and you're helping them helping the baby latch if they're breastfeeding then yeah absolutely you can give them support there obviously I can't I'm I'm not always there for long after the birth um you know mum might want to sleep um or I might have been there for two days and I would literally cannot keep my eyes open um there's you know there's always there's always um generally a lactation specialist in the hospital to help but you know feeding is something I can help when when on a basic level when they're home um if it's more complex feeding issues then I'd be able to you know point point you in the right direction of like a lactation consultant so as an IBCLC they're called um and they are literally like the breastfeeding and feeding gurus of this world you know they train for years and years and years um but no I can you know certainly certainly help um point in the right direction
2: and we've got another we've had another question about um you know does it if you have a doula is it going to push your partner aside and you've spoken quite a lot about that have you ever had any disagreements with the the partner who might be with them and, and you're having to fight the corner for the women or like, uh, how does that, how do you navigate that?
1: I, I can't say I have um, had disagreements because a lot of the time you've had meetings before baby arrives where you've all sat there. And I think that's really important to have um, the other birth partner. Cause it's not always, the, it's not always the father of the baby. It might, you know, it might be their mom or sister or best friend. Um, and I think you're all very clear before what expectations are and, um, what the wishes are. Um, not, not really, but never say never probably did a little bit of my brother recently, but that's Which only totally cause, only cause I know. won't bite my tongue round him.
2: Right. <laughs> um, and another question, would you, um, would you go shopping with the mum-to-be beforehand to do the baby shopping like to you know pop up so I don't know mother care still exists um, those sort of I don't know like would you go shopping with them to make sure that you know they you're giving them the the best advice for the products if they don't have anyone else to turn to
1: yeah I think I, I, I don't I don't see why not it's it's not something I've done before but I think you know everything is very bespoke so that's not to say that you wouldn't do that but also you know from the I said client, I hate using the word client, but from the mother's point of view, it might be an ex, an expensive way of going shopping if you're paying you know hourly for time, but it might be that you can have lots of conversations when you're kind of walking around doing things yeah. um yeah, so yeah, certainly i I wouldn't rule it up, I can't speak for others because we're all very different in what we will do and won't do see some some doulas will do will do housework and will cook and i I'll, I'll do little basics but I'm not cleaner yeah and you wouldn't want me cooking for you so <laughs> you know if you need to think of these things you know because some doulas will do the cooking um but that will be written on their profile you know perhaps they love cooking they're more than happy to cook meals for you for the first two weeks um like I say you wouldn't want my food so um everyone
2: if that's is <laughs> And and then and have you ever done a repeat uh, repeat doulaing with them with a mother for for the next children that come along? Do do you find that um, a first time mum will have a doula, but then they won't have it a second time because they feel like they're they're okay to do it, or will they want the doula again?
1: Not, I haven't yet myself because I haven't been doing it years and years. But I know it's it is quite common that you that having a baby you go back to that familiar person again um and i think certainly when people have a doula they realize the value in them so you know money aside we can spend thousands on a pram Mm -hmm. for example um but really you know a pram is a pram and you know that support that you have for the first day weeks i think is really invaluable so i think sometimes you know i say to people invest in your support network um rather than and all these gadgets that are out on the market that are available that you you don't end up using. So, um, yeah.
2: Yeah, okay, and um, that was fantastic, Hazel. So many, you answered a lot of my questions as well. I, I always wondered what a doula was, so that was really fascinating. But anyone doesn't have any other questions, I think that um, we might be done. It's at nearly 10 to, 10 to five. But as I said, um, I'll write this up, um, and um, Hazel, you review it, and that will go on the Mocky okay. blog. Um, in the next day or so um so everyone can see all the answers that hazel's given as well i'm also recording it so it'll be as a podcast as well so you could, guys can listen back to me answer asking all these questions as well oh cool. thanks everyone for listening yes thank you very much everyone for joining us and i'm sure we'll have hazel back um, probably next time around baby sleep because i know that one was super popular um, okay. and you're just gonna have i think we're just gonna have you back to do that because that was just fantastic and we'll probably do another doula session um, in a few months when we get new mums new to be joining um,
0: the Moki fold. So, yes, thank you uh, very much.
2: All right, thanks all. Take care. See you, soon.
1: See you. Bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening. And for more information on the next class, please visit our website or email us helpingmums at moki.eu. Thank you. Thank you.